Hey girls and gals, I'm Shelby. And I'm Annalisa, and this is She's, She's Too Loud. Uh, now looky, looky, looky here. Yeah. Listen up, all you dorks and geekers. Uh, turn up the volume on your buds and speakers. Two girls, fresh pair, like genuine sneakers. Breath of fresh air for you goons and freakers. Just two girls, too cush, too good to be shush. Two queens, two clowns, she's too loud to turn down yep. if it's too yep. loud, y'all, then I definitely mean it. Yep. These ladies put the G in feminine genius. What? What? With such affection for you, we were determined to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our very selves as well. So dearly beloved had you become to us. 1 Thessalonians 2 8. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, guys. Joined today by an awesome, <laughs> awesome guest, Deja. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This How is our you? friend. This is our friend Deja Britton. Is it Britton? I don't know if yeah. I've ever said anyone say it out loud. It's Britton. I've yeah. also. I was just thinking that same thing because I was going to say her name, but then I was like, I actually don't know if I know how to say her last yeah. name. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen it a lot. I just never heard it out loud. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's our friend Deja. She's probably going to tell us a little bit about herself in a minute, but um. Yeah, another, we, I always do this. I feel like I should always just wait to announce the topic, <laughs> but I just do it anyway. But today we're going to talk about Vagabond Missions, which um, is near and dear to my heart, as well as Deja's. Um, and Annalisa knows a lot about it, knows a lot of That's the missionaries. Um, so we're going to talk about that today, but that is why we have our good friend Deja here with us. So um, Deja, do you want to start us off with your weekend update and tell us a little bit about you? Okay. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm Deja. I am originally from Greenville, North Carolina, but Woo. I'm now a student at Franciscan. Um, we love that place so much. <laughs> um, let's see. My weekend update. So I just led a scent retreat this weekend. So fun in mm-hmm. Indiana. It snowed all day long. Oh, my gosh. Um, and it was so hot inside. So <laughs> I brought, like, seven girls outside to, like, have snowball fights. It was so fun. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, and now I am just trying to survive anatomy and physiology. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Aren't we all? <laughs> trying to power through for yeah. Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> and just, I don't know if we've ever talked about SENT on here before, but SENT is a program at Franciscan where the students lead retreats for students like around the country. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Deja, are you a team lead or are you just on a team? I'm just on a team. Okay. But That's she awesome goes, though. I feel like you've gone on a ton of retreats. I have. Has your team been really busy? We okay, so we led two retreats, but in the very beginning, I got to lead a women's retreat up in Michigan. Um, so fun! That sounds amazing. That was so fun. Deja got selected, <laughs> right? I felt I was like, Oh, you know who I am. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was so, so fun. fun, though. That's great. Oh, I'm glad you're liking it. Mm-hmm. I did scent for one season, and Annalisa did it for a long time. I did, okay. yeah. yeah. I did it, um, yeah, for two years, I think, and then yeah. I stopped. Well, because then after COVID, when I came back, mm-hmm. like, well, COVID made everything weird, but then I was coordinator. And so I was just, just like, a lot, just a lot to yeah, yeah handle sure. at once. Mm-hmm. But I love scent. Yeah. It's awesome. Super, super glad that I did that. Nice. Thanks for sharing about your weekend with us. Yeah. Shelby, you want to talk about your weekend? Sure. <laughs> um, this weekend, Annalise and I went and saw the movie Till in theaters. Yes, I was going to put that on my weekend update. But. I will say... Ten minutes in the movie, I started crying, and I didn't stop crying until the end. Yeah, Shelby and really Annalisa did. can attest to that. <laughs> uh huh. Um, I don't know if my body just needed a good cry or what, but I let. I don't know. I was super dehydrated. <laughs> after, let's just say that. But um, I really do highly recommend this movie. And mm-hmm. um, like for those of you who don't know, like what it's about, or if you just want a quick recap, um, it was about. Is it Edmund Till? Emmett. 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 Yes. Okay. So sorry. Emmett Till, um, a young man in 1955 who. Um, He's from Chicago, but he went to visit family in Mississippi. And when he was there, he was lynched um, by some white men. And um, the story, the the movie tells his story. And this is a true story, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, And talks about his mom who like advocated for justice for him. Um, She like fought for him. And then she also went on to fight for an end, like a law that would end lynching. That that would Mm -hmm. make it illegal. Because at the time it wasn't illegal, if you can believe that. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, what a good movie. Super it will break well your done, heart, though. Yeah. Like, bring your tissues. But <laughs> Definitely not a feel-good. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. And Lisa left, and she was like, that was really good, but um, it is not a feel-good movie. And I was no. like, no. <laughs> so would you suggest going I you do just s- want a good cry and to oh. know more about Emmett to you? Yes. yes. It'll, okay. It's it's very educational. Also, rather shocking. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. But, like, yeah. in the justice perspective, just 
really sad overall yeah. we'll and make I, you angry, i feel but. like i learned a lot because i i personally just didn't know a lot about mm-hmm. emmett till or that whole mm-hmm. story and so mm-hmm. i was i left there feeling like wow that was like important mm-hmm. really well done and i like left there yeah. feeling like i knew more about yeah like, if what, for nothing else world. it's one of those things that helps you understand like understand the perspective of black americans better first mm-hmm. of all um but also to kind of under like they all this is like super off topic by now but um there's like a quote somewhere and it talks about like, if we don't educate ourselves about history, then history is bound to repeat itself. Mm-hmm. So we have to, we have to learn about these things and educate ourselves so that we don't make the same mistakes again. Right. Yeah. Um, ugh, so it was really good. I do strongly recommend it, but it is, it's extremely sad. Yeah. Um, other than that, mostly I've just been grinding away at schoolwork and internship stuff, dude. And, and I think I'm balancing everything well, but I really like, am just grinding. So mm-hmm. it's a lot. Um, but my last update, and this might've even happened before we did our last episode, but I didn't mention it then, so I'm going to mention it now. But LSU is the SEC West champions for college wow. for the SEC, <laughs> and that's exciting, fantastic. Nobody thought that was going to happen, so <laughs> I love it, and I'm super excited. So go Tigers! Woo! Yeah. Um, yeah, my weekend. Uh, I have like two random things that I want to share. The first is that I saw Saturday night. I saw this play on campus called Words, Words, Words. Oh, I've been seeing the posters. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's like how to write gooder. Right, how to write gooder. And so, oh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. So for weeks beforehand, when I had seen the posters, I thought it was like a writing workshop. And then I did too. Me, someone told me that it was a, it was a play. And so then. Um, and then I heard it was really funny. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll go. Um, I went and it was honestly awesome. Really? I, yeah. I like, <laughs> I laughed, I teared up. Like I was, it was really awesome. I can't even explain like mm-hmm. what it was about really. Mm-hmm. I guess about words. Like some of the scenes were about writers. Some of them were about like professors. Some of them were, I don't know. It was kind of like a hodgepodge, but like really good. And by the end of it, I was like, oh man, it's over. Yeah. So oh. that was awesome. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> That's awesome. And then the other thing that I wanted to share was that, um, so for, as a grad assistant, like one of the things that we like to do is like outreach. So sometimes we'll like walk through the dorms and try to meet students, knock on doors. And so something that Jill, um, one of my teammates and I have enjoyed doing is baking cookies. And then we like to walk around the dorms and like, if you knock on doors and ask people like, Oh, do you want a cookie? Like no. everybody yeah, says, everyone yes. says yeah. yes. And so it's so easy to like meet people that way. And it's so much fun and like very laid back instead of just like, mm-hmm. hi, how are you? You know, it's like very natural and so um we did that on tuesday and we did it a couple weeks ago we went into the same dorm building and one of the girls like that we saw the first time that we did it came we saw again and she was like oh my gosh you guys are like the cookie fairies yeah which was so sweet <laughs> and then jill and i left and we were just like that's so funny that like they just keep seeing us and thinking like Oh, it's those girls with the cookies. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I'm not going to complain if that's what they know me as. <laughs> so, yeah, that was kind of my whole weekend update, but which is really just two random things that I did, but I thought they yeah. were funny. So, Sunday, did you bake the cookies for your oh, outreach? Oh, I'm so sorry. No. Thank you so much for asking. You're welcome. This is an important part of my weekend update. It's so funny. Every week I ask, and every week you say, thank you so much for asking. <laughs> no, so actually this week I saw Deja. I, I was buying the supplies at Walmart, mm-hmm. and I saw Deja and Brie and Layla, yes. which was so fun. But Honestly, the three amigos. like Uh-huh. Yes. yes. <laughs> the I was trying to think of like something cute, like the, the something three, but I couldn't. The three musketeers. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. <laughs> the three musketeers the tight three no that doesn't <laughs> the the three musketeers yeah i know i hear you i heard you <laughs> okay if we're good with that then we'll go with that three musketeers it is anyways um i decided to try to make some pies so i made um a homemade dutch apple pie and i made a homemade pumpkin pie yes um, ma'am and they were really good they came out okay. super good mm-hmm. um the pumpkin pie was fun because i made the crust too the other one i bought mm-hmm. like pre-made crust for the apple pie both were awesome. Um, and yeah, it was a success. That's and I, awesome. I was super stressed out about it. And it was so, so, like, it felt so funny. Like, you know, when, like, sometimes before people, like, will perform or something, they'll be like, mm-hmm. guys, like, I'm going to be so bad. Like, I, like yeah. please. And you're like, okay, yeah. whatever. Like, you're just saying that's so the people then <laughs> you tell you. You just want like, people to comfort you. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, so then I was, um, before I, like, gave any of the GAs any of the pie, I was like, listen, I'm not saying this to fish for compliments, but I'm saying this. Pies are hard to make. And so I don't want you to pity 
pity me and just tell me like, oh, they're so great. There's a be good, honest. I was yeah. like, there's a good chance they're not going to be great. Okay, <laughs> like it's a trial yeah. and error type of thing. Yes. Um, and they were like, okay, but then it was funny because they ended up being like pretty good. good? So oh, everyone, awesome. And so then everyone was like, Annalisa, these are amazing. And I was like, no, it seems like I really was fishing for compliments. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but that was my weekend. Awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, again, we're going to talk a little bit about Vagabond Missions. We've mentioned it here before, I think, like probably lots of times because I can't shut up about it, which is one reason why we're having an episode about it. Um, period. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, just to start off, we'll tell you a little bit about what it is, um, mm-hmm. what the mission is about. And then we definitely want to talk to Deja about her experience because she was um, not only a Vagabond Missionary, but before that she was a Vagabond Teen. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so she was one of the teens that the mission ministered to. Um, so she's got a lot of unique perspectives about it. So we would just love to hear about it. Um, so just start off, it's an inner city youth ministry. Um, and there's several sites around the country where I probably will forget some of them, but we're in Wichita, Kansas, Pittsburgh, Steubenville, um, Indianapolis, Philadelphia, Philly, Mobile, Mobile, Mm -hmm. Greenville, Greenville. and coming this summer. That was all. Thank you for your help because I would have been, I would have sat there being like, "Mm," and then I would (laughs) eventually have got to it. Um, And then this summer, hopefully, we'll be opening up, opening up in New Orleans and Baton Rouge. Did you say Philly? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Philly, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, Philly. (laughs) Don't forget Philly. Mm -hmm. Philly's uh, Philly just started this past year, year. so it's their Mm -hmm. first year with mission. Um, When did it start in Indianapolis? This year as well. Oh, cool. That was new. It was Philly and Indianapolis were the yeah. They opened so many yeah. new sites. A lot, and yeah. There's the other awesome thing, which I just seriously love to see, is that the mission has grown so much. Mm-hmm. Um, like every year, we have missionaries who are interested in being a part of mission, and um, and it's definitely like it's a mission that's needed everywhere. Like anywhere that there is an inner city, like the, this mission is needed. So it's yes. um, we've been growing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was founded by Bob and Kate Lesneski. We've talked about Bob a lot. He is the writer and singer of our, of theme, song. our theme song. <laughs> um, we had him on as a guest a long time yeah. ago. What did he talk about with us? We did. We talked about like powerful. Oh, girl power. Yeah, girl yeah. power, like female empowerment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bob came on and talked about girl power. And we're planning on having Kate come on to talk about yes. stuff soon, too. Mm-hmm. So about girl stuff. Girl stuff. <laughs> um, possibly dating or something yeah. like that. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Kate. Okay, Kate. But they, <laughs> okay, Kate. We love her. Yeah. So before the mission was like an established mission. Um, Bob was doing youth ministry in New York and, um, he like recognized that there was a need for like these kids, the inner city kids, like nobody was ministering and going out to them and, you know, like reaching out to them to learn more about the Lord. But not only that, like nobody was asking them to be in a good friendship. Like they, Mm -hmm. they didn't have mentors and friends. Um, so Bob started to do that, you know, without like any direction or anything. He just went out, you know, like into the streets um, found people, became friends with them, and, like, you know, slowly, like, introduced um, the Lord to them. Um, and so it's been rolling ever since then. Um, and one one of the, like, taglines for Vagabond is to break the cycle of hopelessness. Um, and as, like, we know and we can encounter with people who live in the inner city, there's often this cycle of, like, this is the way that my parents lived and their parents lived. And um, a lot of these people live in poverty, and breaking out of those cycles is is so hard unless somebody from the outside comes and says like, you can do this and I'm with you and I'll help you. Right. Um, and I think another thing is like, even if somebody can't necessarily break out of like, um, their like socioeconomic status or the place that they're living or their family, like these aren't necessarily things that they can just get out of, but what you can do for them, like the cycle you can break for them is that hopelessness. Um, you know, like you can introduce them to someone who's like real and who loves them. Um, Jesus Christ. And, um, and, like, there's there's nothing that can give you more hope than, than knowing um, the Lord. So mm-hmm. um, any comments about that before we move on to, like, the bones of the mission? No. Yeah. Good. So I, beautifully said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think um, something that, like, I think is so powerful about the type of ministry that Vagabond Missions is is the, like, heavy emphasis on the relational aspect. And I'm sure we'll talk about that mm-hmm. more. Um But one of my favorite stories that Bob shares is when he was in Steubenville um, and things were starting up that like something he used to do was like literally just go into the projects and sit um, like on this rock where a bunch of the kids used to just hang out and smoke and all that. And he was like for weeks, like I just went out there and 
like s- waited to see if anyone would hang out with me like but she, he was like it sounds so creepy you know but like it, he was like I just wanted to meet people like I just wanted to hang out and and to think now that um that like small choice to to start just seeing like oh like would people want to talk to me like would I be able to like make any relationships with them like has formed into this huge um ministry this huge mm-hmm. mission and like has changed so many lives and um so yeah, I think one of the one of the most beautiful things about it from my perspective is just that it started from such a small little thought like mm-hmm. oh, how like how could I build relationship with these like kids in the inner city that um could use someone and then it has grown into something like so crazy um, yeah. and impactful. It's funny that you say the thing about like Bob saying like it, you kind of seem like a creep when you're going out there. I don't know if you ever <laughs> felt like this Deja, but um, one of the like staples of Vagabond, which we'll like probably talk a little bit more in, in a second too, is like, is the outreach component and the fact that like, we're not waiting. And in that story, Bob kind of like sat on the rock and was waiting to see if anybody would talk to him, <laughs> but like, but we're not waiting for people to come to the church. We're not waiting for them to come to our house. We're mm-hmm. going out, meeting them where they live and where they, where they hang out, like whatever it is. Is it the right. basketball court? Is it, um, the park? Is it outside of their school? Whatever it is like going there to meet with them. And when you take that first step and you introduce yourself to a kid, a lot of times you not only probably seem creepy, but you kind of feel creepy too. You're yeah. like, I, this is the kind of thing my mom told me not to ever let, like <laughs> not to talk to strangers. And I'm being that stranger going talk right. to people. But, um, but I think it's like, it can be like radically different, like from other forms of ministry because you're going like straight to the source. Like I'm meeting them where they are. Right. Yeah. Um, but I was, it's funny, like when you were talking about your like cookies and outreach with Jill, I was just thinking like, that's, that's basically the same thing um, as this outreach is like one and Bob, like Bob hammers this in all the time. And I think it's so important is that Jesus primarily did in incarnational ministry. Like, you know, Jesus is the incarnation, but he went to people where they lived. Um, he went into their homes, like, mm-hmm. and you know, like he kind of came and allowed them to invite him, but you know, like sometimes he just like went straight to where they were, like whether it was like the cripples outside of the church or, um, you know, like the demoniac in the graveyard, he went straight to them, you know? Mm. Um, and, and another thing that he did sometimes was like made some food for them or Mm -hmm. brought food out, you know? Um, like he, he fed them spiritually, but he also fed them physically. And something we do a lot with Vagabond is like grill hot dogs at the park and invite the kids to come have a hot dog. Um, Mm -hmm. you brought your cookies. Like when we, when we come to somebody with, with something to give initially, maybe it's just that physical thing. Like it's food. Um, but then we offer friendship and then we offer like that deeper friendship of like coming to know Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, so that outreach thing like is so important and you're doing that yourself in your own ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, you're going to their, their dorms. It's like where they live, where they hang out, um, meeting them where they're comfortable. So I think that part is like so important. Um, and like on that note of incarnational ministry, like on the website, which I linked in the bio, um, not bio, what the, show notes, our little show, show yeah. notes. Um, <laughs> uh, I linked the website, but like one of the main, the first things you'll see is Jesus was a vagabond. Um, and actually uh, it's funny, like the ministry used to be called dirty vagabond ministries. Um, because like sometimes when you do go out in the streets, like you're, you're not maybe getting physically dirty, but you're getting dirty into like the, the lives of these people are hard and mm-hmm. you're not like running from that. You're entering into it. You're allowing yourself to get dirty. Like there's that phrase that the shepherd smells like his sheep because he's among them. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So it used to be called dirty vagabond. Now it's vagabond missions. Um, but yeah, so there's that component of like Jesus was a vagabond and we can be too. Um, we can be the ones wandering around and, but going to people and finding them, um, encountering them and offering relationship. Um, yeah. Any comments on the contact work? We, we call it contact work or outreach. Yeah. yeah. Um, Honestly, contact work is where I met, like, literally 100% of the teens. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, like, the community there, like, teens are, like, they're, like, I'm not about to go up to a sketchy white man and, like, get candy. (laughs) That's the other thing. Oh, my goodness. We were staying, like, outside the school with candy in our white band. In the white band. And they were, like, uh, but, like, all of our kids are screaming our names and then, Next, you know, like we see like so many other teens like run up and like I just see like so much fruit going on. Like, thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's funny because it's like for me, that was the hardest thing to get used to. Like putting on the events like wasn't so bad. The relationship stuff, super easy. Like once I met the kids, you know, I'd I'd text them and be like, hey, you guys want to go to Brahms? It's a place in Wichita. Um, 
yeah, do you guys want to go hang out at the park, go swing or something? Like, right. that part was easy once I knew them. For me, the part that was hard to get used to and was, like, so intimidating was walking up to people on the basketball court saying, like, hey, can we play with you guys? Or, like, um, or like, or having flyers and being, like, we have this thing. You want to come to our right. – <laughs> <laughs> like, it's super intimidating, like, because you're, you're putting yourself out there to get hurt, first of all, because mm -hmm. the kids – like, they'll tell you straight up. They'll be, like, I'm not going to that thing, like, right. first of all. But <laughs> they'll also tell you, like, it's a little bit weird that you walked up to us. Um but that's okay. But I think it, it is so difficult because the fruit is like so amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I think um, something that Bob talks a lot about, about a lot with ministry in general is just that um, if something's uncomfortable, it doesn't mean it's not effective. Like something that's uncomfortable probably means like you're mm -hmm. doing it right. Like, yeah. um, and I think with Vagabond, especially like, it seems to me that like the goal is to be the people that reach out because like, it, who else is doing it? Like mm -hmm. you guys are like the boots on the ground, like reaching out to these kids that, mm -hmm. that otherwise like don't have anyone to really um, like find them. And mm -hmm. um, I I know from, I know I've known a lot of people that have done Vagabond. And um, I think one of the other cool things is just that it's not only you, you can come in if you want to learn about Jesus. Like I think something really special about Vagabond Missions is, is the ability to just give kids a place to go um yeah. like yeah. I love and I know we'll talk about it, is like the after school programs that you guys do that are just like if you want to come hang out like come hang out mm -hmm. like and um to almost to prevent I know they say like it's often like to prevent kids from like getting onto the streets or like just doing like getting involved in rough crowds and all that um that might happen if they didn't have anywhere else to go and so I think it's just yeah it's such a niche but like so important and I think it really hits the mark on like when we talk about what is incarnational ministry, it's like meeting, meeting people right where they are, like right mm -hmm. in the thick of it, in the midst of their mess, in the midst of yours. And, um, I think that that's, yeah, not only what Jesus did, but like where there's like the most fruit, like mm -hmm. when you're willing to say like, I'm not going to wait for you to come to me. Like I'm right here. Mm -hmm. Um, and whether that takes you years and maybe like you never like show any interest in wanting to talk about God, but like, I just care about you. Like, yeah. I just want to see you and I want to mm -hmm. make sure like you're doing all right. Yeah. And that's, like, such a good point because, um, yes, we talk about, like, Jesus and incarnational ministry. He also had times where he, like, posted up and let people come, you know, mm -hmm. especially, like, once he had, like, started sharing his message and, like, people started to hear about him. Like, they would come to him as well. And there, there's a place and a time for that. Like, mm -hmm. we do our, uh, like, our different programs and stuff. And that's something where, well, we go and pick the kids up. So I guess we, we do go and get them for that. <laughs> but, um, but, like, there's places and times for um, – for like ministry where like really you're inviting people and they come to where you are. But um, like, this is a population that like their either their families don't go to church or their families don't like encourage them to go to church. Right. Um, they don't talk about Jesus. So this is a place where like they're, they're not going to show up on their own to like mm -hmm. to come to youth ministry nights, like to come to events, retreats, things like that. Like they really do need that person, like offering them a hand, offering them friendship. Yeah. Um, so yeah, great point. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, you, you mentioned this before, but relational ministry is the other like huge part of this ministry. Like we do offer, um, like breakout nights, which are basically just this like super fun time during the week that the kids can come, they play games. Um, they get to eat some food, which like they love, yes, they love <laughs> they food. Love food. <laughs> Who doesn't? If you're offering <laughs> food, they're there. Um, so yeah, it's food, it's fun. There's music, there's games. Um, we play the most outrageous games. Like, I would love to hear what your favorite breakout game is, and I have my favorite. Um, but, and then at the end, there's, like, a very short 10 to 15 minute max talk about um, Jesus and the charisma, which is basically, like, the story of how Jesus um, came to earth. He was incarnate. Um, he came, he died for us, and then he rose from the dead for us. Um, so we give a short talk that has to do with some part of like Jesus's life and ministry, um, just to introduce them to that. Um, and then we wrap up the night, we take the kids home. We also do once a week, either Bible study or praise and worship. My site in Wichita did Bible study, um, but lots of sites do praise. So they do music, they sing with the teens, they dance with the teens. Um, we take the kids to mass on Sundays. Um, they do Jesus class. So for kids who have been introduced to, um, Catholicism and have been introduced to Jesus and they want to be a part of the church. They go through Jesus class, which is it's RCIA, but with a more fun name. We kind of mm -hmm. talked about it last week, actually. Um, 
And there's like, we go through basically all of the stuff that you would go through if you were in RCIA anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in an environment where the kids feel safe. They feel accepted. Um, mm-hmm. They feel like they can ask questions. They feel comfortable. Um, so they go through that. And then when they finish Jesus class, um, they get baptized. And I don't even know what the number is now, but so many like beautiful daughters and sons have been like baptized into the Catholic church. Praise God. <laughs> Seriously. Amazing. It all, yeah, like every time so I see true. it, I just like my heart, like, aches it's like amazing um and then we also occasionally take the kids on retreats or to camp over the summer which is just really fun um but yeah just briefly back to like the relational ministry aspect um we meet the kids out in the streets we meet them wherever they are and then we offer them friendship that's the first thing Mm -hmm. um bob always says this and i think probably chris frank and andy shray like i've heard them all say it but Um, like the kids don't care how much you know about Jesus until they know how much you care about them. Mm -hmm. Um, so offering them that friendship, offering them like, let, let's just hang out. Like I want, I truly want to get to know you. I truly do care about your day. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to know how school is going. I want to know like, what's the problems going on? Like at home, I want to be there for you to support you. Um, so many of these kids like don't have anyone to mother or father them. They don't have like, they may have siblings and friends. They may even like be in a gang, but they don't necessarily have someone like, Showing them that, like, not only do I just care about, like, all of you people here, um, but I care about you specifically. So mm-hmm. that friendship and that relational ministry is, like, key. Um, so, yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, relational ministry, I would say, it was my favorite <laughs> part of yeah, ministry. straight up. <laughs> um, yeah, like you said earlier, like, it's so easy to, like, form these relationships. But, um, yeah, I had this amazing, like, group of girls. Um, and... They loved being wild. They're like, okay, <laughs> yes. we're gonna go to either Walmart or Target. Deja, you choose one. I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like the only thing in Pittsburgh was like Target, um, which was also like twenty minutes away from like where I worked. Um, and so I would just like go and we would just like have like so much fun, just like literally just like window shopping. Like we're not yeah. buying anything. Um, if we did, it was Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so it was just like so good to just like form these like deep relationships with these girls just by like not even doing anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just like actually like van rides uh the best yes because like especially like one-on-one it's like you get to know deeper about like this person Mm -hmm. um and they like open up they open up so much Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so um i was like relational ministry is just like so good yeah yeah and, like, the a lot of these kids, like, they've had extremely difficult lives. They're very tough on the exterior. And, like, yeah. and a lot of times that's because, like, this is how they stay safe. Like, it, say they are in a gang. Like, even if they don't really want to be there, like, they have to remain, like, tough in order not to, like, get beat up. Or, like, right. even just at school. Like, they, they go to school, but they, yeah, if they show any kind of, like, traditional vulnerability or yes. anything like that, like, they're going to get beat up. They're going right. to get hurt. Um, so... It's us, like, offering them, like, this is your safe place. I know you mm-hmm. can't always act like this, like, out of safety. Um, but uh, really, they do so quickly. They're like, yeah. oh, I can tell this is, like, a place where I can I can be right. me. Um, and they open up and they share. And they really are, like, I don't know what it is, but they're the funniest kids, like, you'll ever <laughs> yes. meet. They yes. are so freaking <laughs> funny. Um, they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. But they also, like, even in – and this is something I, I don't know if I, like, wrote this down on, as something I wanted to talk about, but um, – like, this is a ministry that is difficult because yeah. th- these kids have hard lives and therefore, like, they, some, their behaviors can be difficult to um, remain patient with. But, um, but like, there's a reason for that. And, like, no mm-hmm. matter what they do, whether it's th- they got in the van and they're like, you are not going to believe, like, this girl tried to fight me today. <laughs> or they're like, I fought this girl today. <laughs> um, and, like, I mean, we have to ask ourselves, like, why is it that that kind of thing happened? Like, mm-hmm. probably something was going on or maybe the person they fought, like, insulted their mom. Like, those things that hurts them. And like the only way they know how to react often is like, I'm going to fight. I'm going to scream like whatever it is, Mm -hmm. but they want, they want to find that like safe place to talk. So yeah, that relationship is key. Yeah. Mm. I, um, I remember years ago, um, Mary Griffin, she was a vagabond missionary in Greenville, North Carolina. And I, um, visited for fall break and, um, got to, yeah, just kind of see like what, what a day to day looked like for her. And I got to go to one open underground, um, which I think is, mainly relational ministry, um, focused. And it was just so fun. I mean, 
to see like how free everyone felt like it was like the wackiest like get together of people like yes. there were people playing video games and like people dancing on tables and basketball outside like <laughs> they yeah. said that was probably me. Uh-huh. and um yeah it was just it was so it was so beautiful to just see like wow it really is a come one come all like come mm-hmm. as you are type of thing no judgment yeah. um and with no other purpose other than hey we're hanging out and just like getting to know mm-hmm. each other and if yeah. you don't want to talk, like you can just sit there for an hour, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but and yeah. sometimes that's all they need is like, right. you kind of said that, like, this is a place where, like, the underground is a place where they feel safe, like, and they feel dif- they feel like it's different than the environment that they're in. So even if, like, maybe they don't feel like hanging out or, like, talking right. today, they're in a bad mood, but they know that when they're here, they're being respected. Like, mm-hmm. And that's something we're huge on. Like, the undergrounds all say, respect yourself, respect others, respect God. Um, and when they're there, like everyone around you is going to be held to that standard of respecting each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means the word, respect is huge, like for these kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So before, cause I would love to hear like your side of like being a teen and then being a missionary, but first tell me what it was your favorite breakout game. Okay. My favorite <laughs> breakout game. Um, so during Easter, <laughs> we play a lot of egg games outside. <laughs> a lot of eggs. <laughs> um, and, it was just like an egg toss game at first, but then the kids were like, wait, Deja, I have an idea. And <laughs> we had a baseball bat. Oh, no. <laughs> and so one of the teens, he kneels down. He goes, okay, I'm going to spin this bat. And whoever it lands on, they have to grab an egg, and everyone else runs and throws it at them. It. I was like, wait, before we do this, <laughs> please make sure the egg is cracked a little bit so it doesn't hurt. Um, and so they had oh. the most fun. I've, I've never seen the kids so happy. They're like, okay, spin. And then they chuck it. And it was just the funniest That's thing. so funny. That's awesome. So fun. So fun. That's a great one. Mine actually also has to do with the baseball bat. Um, we played a game called fish baseball. And <laughs> me and Erica shopped. So everybody, your, your team typically has four people, two guys and two girls. Some of the teams are a little wonky just because yep. of uh, resources. But um, Erica and I were planning for a game one week, and, or maybe it was me and Tomas. I love my team. You don't know who any of these people are, but <laughs> I love them. Um, and we went shopping. We bought two large tilapia and um, brought them back to the underground for the game. And we played fish baseball. So we like we set up bases. My team lead, Gustavo, was the pitcher. And um, he would toss the fish, raw fish, and the kids <laughs> hit it with a baseball bat. And um, it was absolutely disgusting. Oh. The fish would go flying. The fish would hit people. Like, oh. the, the kids would be, like, running back and forth. They would, like, hit it. Oh, everybody smelled like fish. Oh. There was fish all over the floor. One of them got, like, so obviously got busted up, like, so yeah. bad. And there was just guts everywhere. Oh. But they, Wait, again, live? No. Like, no, like, still gutted? Not alive, but, okay. like, full fish. It had. Oh. It wasn't just, like, strips of fish. It was, like, the whole fish. Oh. Gills, oh. eyes. Fins, oh. yeah. Oh, gross. I got, like, all cut up on my arms because the fins kept, like, I, it yeah. kept scratching pi- by me. Oh, my gosh. But, again, like, the most Vagabond games, to be fair, are super gross yes. or, like, super weird. Um, but the kids love that stuff, yeah. dude. Like, they think it's so funny. So that was my favorite breakout game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Deja, tell us a little bit about, like, how you became a teen for Vagabond and then how you moved into your place of being a missionary and, and then ultimately came to where you are today. Yeah, so funny. Um, yeah, so I was very, I don't even know, I was alone in my room one day, and my mom barges in my room and goes, you're going to camp. And I, <laughs> and I said, excuse me. <laughs> I was like, no, um, I, said, I think I'll stay. She was like, no, like, you're going to camp. Like, you're about to start high school soon. Um, you need to go meet new people. Get out of the house. <laughs> and um, I was like, I don't even know. I was like, I I was like, I don't go to any camp that's not Christian. My mom was like, well, lucky for you, this camp is Christian. <laughs> and, um, and then so I walk outside. I was like, okay, I'm going to go meet these people. She was like, well, they just went around the neighborhood. They'll be back. Um, and so I see this one guy, the biggest <laughs> afro of my life. <laughs> I was like, uh, who is that? And I see a woman, um, because there was only two missionaries at the time, because yeah. we were dirty vagabond. Um, and so one woman, Chris Sayan, love her to death, and also Felix, love them both. <laughs> um, they put up with my craziness. And so they invited me to this camp called North Bay. Um, and I was like, well, 
I was like, is this Christian based? And she was like, yeah, we're Catholic, same thing, Christian. And like, I was a Baptist <laughs> at the time, so I was like, oh, okay, like Christian, Christians. same thing, universal. <laughs> you like, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> right. And um, I was like, okay, I went, didn't know anything about like Catholicism at all. Mm-hmm. And I like had like the time of my life. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, I felt like I can be myself yeah. in this place. Yeah. I mean, because, like, I grew up Baptist, and I always felt like I had to be, like, someone different, hmm. which was just so sad. And I was, like, praying to Jesus. I was, like, please, let me just be myself. Like, I just feel like I can't come yeah. alive. Mm. Um, And so, like, I went to this camp, and I had, like, the best experience of my life. I met so many great people through the underground. Um, And... There was this one night, and it was adoration, and I was like, I don't know what the gold thing is up there, but, like, I'm feeling all these feelings. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what is I that don't gold know. Thing? <laughs> Literally, I, I was like, what is that? Like, I, I genuinely, like, did not know. Um, and Chris saying, like, she comes over, and she, like, explains everything. And then after camp, I was like, yeah, I, like, kind of, like, I love this place. Like, um, like I want more of this. Mm-hmm. And so... She was like, well, we're going to Mass on Sunday if you want to come to Mass. I was like, I'm tired. Like, I'm like, I, <laughs> I want to sleep. sleep. Like, we're going to camp, and then we're going right. to go to something else. Right. And, like, at the time, like, I was very faithful to my church. And so I would go, like, twice a sun- twice every Sunday. And I was like, okay, it's fine. I'll just go at night, and I'll miss the morning service. And so it was, like, vice versa. So I went the morning service, and then at nighttime, I didn't go. And so I was like, oh, okay, like, we're going to 5 p.m. mass. Don't know what that is. I thought mass was like you're weighing something. I was like, <laughs> I've never heard someone call church mass. mass. <laughs> right. Can I tell you a quick joke really quick? Yeah, go for it. I just saw this TikTok the other day, and now I want to link it in the show notes. <laughs> and this guy goes, you know what I learned in science class today? That atoms have mass. Dude, I didn't even know they were Catholic. <laughs> I peed my pants. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> so anyway, you were like, yeah. mass TF. Right. And I went and I was like, okay. I was like, the only thing I knew in the whole mass was our father. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I can say it. Yes. And then like when you hold hands, it was like, um, what was it? For thine is the kingdom and the power. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, we're all like oh, this yeah. in mass. Well, I'm holding my hands up, y'all. <laughs> I'm like, holding my hands up. And it was just like, I was like, wow, this is like great community. And mm. so I then like I went to like every breakout they had, like every worship event. But <laughs> in the midst of like all of this, like I was like the terrible teen. Like I would get on my <laughs> missionary's nerves. They were so patient, so kind. Love them. <laughs> but I would get on their nerves all the time. Like I was just doing it for in- attention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just like loved it. Like I could be myself. Like yeah. my friends there, like you could tell like they could be themselves. And I was just like, I just want all of that. Yeah. And so like it just brought me like deeper. It also like I never, I was like, I'm never going to become Catholic. Like, this is not for me. I was like, I am strictly Baptist. I will forever mm-hmm. be Baptist. Um, and so, like, I was like, okay, I'll go try out, like, Jesus class. But I'm not going to, like, become Catholic. Mm. And um, I was like, I went for, like, one Jesus class. Like, mm, not for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. Um, and, like, after that, I was like, maybe this is for me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> And so I went to St. Peter's in Greenville, and they had this youth group. And so we would go to youth group, like, every Sunday, um, just be with these teens. Um, And so there was, like, Vagabond, and then there was, like, the other youth group people. Mm -hmm. But Vagabond was, like, causing ruckus. And I was just like, y'all, what are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? But, like, we learned so much. Like, youth group, like, and Vagabond together, like, really, like, shaped, like, Mm -hmm. who I was. And so... um, I just, wow, I just love youth group so much. Yeah, <laughs> it was that's awesome. So, it was just so good. Um, and then, like, years later, I was like, okay, like, it was Chris Ann and Felix's, like, last year. And I was like, oh, man, like, this, what is Vagabond going to, like, turn into? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, dang, like, you really, like, shaped who I am, like, from, like, the person I was. Like, I was doing, like, so many things I shouldn't have been doing. And, like, now I'm just like, Still not doing the things that I should be doing, but, like, also, like, getting better at, mm-hmm. like, loving Jesus, like, and having him, like, love me fully or knowing. Yeah. How to, yeah. You understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it was just, like, so beautiful to, like, see that transition of my heart. Um, and then 
as I was like talking with Chrisanne one day, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like I genuinely like don't know what I'm doing. Um, and like through my youth group and through um, Vagabond, like I, I found this place called like Search. Um, it was mm. like this retreat based ministry and <laughs> changed my life. <laughs> um, I like asked Siri one day, okay, don't follow Siri, but like Siri, it was like spitting bars. And so <laughs> uh, I was like, okay, who created the Baptist church? And it was like this man. And I was like, okay, like who created the Catholic church? She was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, oh. I was like, no said, way. Oh, I was like, okay. I said, okay, Siri, I still don't want to be Catholic, but whatever. And so I like came back and I like Siri talked to bars. Right. Siri can spit bars. I'm she telling can. you. Um, and I like went back and talked about this with uh, my missionary. And she was like, hey, I think you should follow Siri. Like, mm. um, she like, that's right. And I like um, dove deeper into like what it is. And like, I would ask Chrisanne so many questions about mm-hmm. like the Catholic faith because I genuinely didn't know and it got to the point where it was so bad she just handed me this book called like why does Adam and Eve have belly buttons oh. <laughs> yeah. and it has like you know what I'm talking yeah, about I do. and it has like so many questions in it yeah. and I was like I'm gonna read all this and I like read all of it and I, I was like I still have so many questions like yeah. I need help and you're like anyway Chrisanne <laughs> that was awesome but right. <laughs> right I like still have so many questions yeah but she was so patient and just like so good um and like telling me like everything <laughs> and so like now i'm just like oh i'm like so smart like <laughs> wow <laughs> but <laughs> um now it's just like wow like those like missionaries like felix and chrisanne like they led me like to the catholic faith like i was so against it but like at the end of like year four so we got like new missionaries so like mary griffin um, mm-hmm. was one of the missionaries. Um, that's my bestie. Love her. Mm-hmm. We love and, you, bestie. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> and so, like, she, like, also, she led my Jesus class. It was just me, and it was another girl. Um, and every time she was, like, she would bring up these big old words. I'm, like, I'm surprised you think I, like, know all this stuff. Like, <laughs> you must think I'm real smart. <laughs> Dude, right. You must like, really think I'm smart. <laughs> like, honey, like, the Paschal mystery, like, I couldn't tell you what it was back in the day. But she was, like... Yeah, okay, like death, Beth, resur- resurrection, death, Beth. Wow, I love that for me. Yes. Um, <laughs> hey, Beth. <laughs> I'm spitting bars so, now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so she was just saying, like, all of that, and she, like, led, like, my formation for that, and, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to do the Jesus class, but then at the end I'm, like, not going to become Catholic. Mm. And then COVID came, and I was like, oh, this is my sign, and I'm not going to become Catholic. Mm. And she was like, oh, we're still doing Jesus class. Like, I can't see <laughs> we you. We're not but stopping. <laughs> I can't see you, but we'll do it online. And so we did for, like, a one time, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to use, like, the rest of this time to, like, actually pray about it. And then she kept yeah. asking me. She was like, do you want to become Catholic? I was like, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, sure. like, the day before, like, um, my, what is it called? I'm going to call it confirmation. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The day before that, I, like, had this, like, clear, like, vision. Of, like, this is what the Lord wanted for me. Um, and I was like, oh, Jesus, you're so good to me. <laughs> um, and, like, even, like, I, like, I went to a Christian high school as well. And so I would battle, like, people would be like, oh, like, you Catholic, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it was just so bad. And so I was just like, all right, I'm going to wait till the end of my senior year. Um, and so covid happened and i was like oh okay um but like i was like i'm i feel free like mm-hmm. like i've never felt so much like peace before about this decision of me becoming catholic yeah and um i like got up there i was just like so joyful i was just like thank you jesus for like giving me this life because like um vagabond like without vagabond who knew if i would have like found um mm-hmm. the catholic church and just like found this truth and so, yeah, like, yeah. And then I, after after all of that, I went to Belmont Abbey College because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm Catholic now. I need to go down the Catholic route. Um, and so I tried to get into Franciscan, but I did not, sadly. That was so sad, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I remember that. I was like, I am not, like, I'm not going to stop. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I still want to go to um, a Catholic college. Um, and I found Belmont Abbey, and wow, what a great year of, <laughs> like, yeah like formation mm-hmm. um i had like the best like focused missionary her name is meggie um 
And she just, like, formed me so well. Like, she saw, like, good. I'm, like, I am, like, so broken. Like, I'm struggling with, like, addiction. And I'm, like, struggling with, like, so many things. And, like, you're still, like, you still want to, like, Mm. lead me. You still want me to be a leader on campus. And so, like, I got to lead, like, my own Bible study with another girl, Annie. Um, Love her to death. Um, And so (laughs) it's just, like, I had, like, so many, like, opportunities for, like, Jesus, like, girl like (laughs) i have you like you know like you may not believe it but like i am like continually to like i'm still in your life (laughs) like i am never gonna run away from you Mm -hmm. and so um i was like okay after that (laughs) we're going to do something about that and so i like was praying a rosary one day um and i was i applied to life teen got accepted to to work for life teen and i was like oh this is gonna be it like after this year of college, like, I'm going to go work for Life Teen, my dream job. This is it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then Vagbond came into the picture, and Mary goes, what do you think about, like, working for Vagbond? Um, and, like, all the missionaries were like, yeah, I think you should do it. But Micah's like, it's a hard job. <laughs> said, okay, there was, like, Micah. good cop, bad cop. Yeah. yeah. And Micah's, uh, I love Micah, but he was so honest. He was like, it's, like, it's not easy like mm-hmm. there's you're gonna like you're gonna sunshine. struggle yeah, yeah. Right. sunshine and daisies yeah right and i was like okay <laughs> okay you just told me that i shouldn't do it okay and then i got to talk to mark <laughs> um over an interview after I applied. it's game over if you talk to mark yeah right. once it's, you're in with mark i feel you're like done the- <laughs> you're done oh he's so good at his job <laughs> he really is yeah head of so recruitment good. right yeah, yes. he, he yes. he's it. really good at his job <laughs> yeah and so i like talked to mark and he was like I don't know. I think you should do it. I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> you and got so me. I had like an interview with him and Brett. And Brett is so Brett scares me. But he's like he's like the nicest. Yeah, he's the nicest human being like ever. <laughs> and I was like, uh. that's the head of HR, by the way. Yeah, the head of HR. We love Brett. Um, so somebody funny. needs to get Brett on like a T-shirt. Like that, that needs would, to happen. I would get that T-shirt. <laughs> that needs to happen. Hundred percent. Um, and so I like I applied and I got accepted and I was like, oh, OK, this is it, Jesus. Let's go. <laughs> and next thing you know, um, it was like training June, like whole month of training from like beginning of June to like July. And I was like, ah, <laughs> this was scary. Like, I don't know if I'm like actually prepared for this. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> and like this full like this year of mission, like not even this year, last year of mission, it was just like so beautiful like I got to I got to grow in like my own personal relationship with Christ Mm -hmm. most of all and like and most of all like I got to like see these teens like hearts transform Mm -hmm. um and I would say like being a missionary was so rewarding Mm -hmm. like yes people are like vagabond is not for the week which is like hey like vagabond isn't (laughs) for the week in Mm -hmm. some sense but like the Lord is like constantly like oh like you're good like Mm -hmm. it was never like uh, I don't want my, I don't know why I did this. Like every day I'm like, thank you Jesus for like yeah. giving me this opportunity to like serve these teens because mm. <laughs> I was once like that teen and I was once so broken, but like these missionaries helped me find you. Yeah. And so Amen. it was just like so beautiful to like see these teens like in the midst of like their brokenness, like they, they, they wanted to be loved and they showed love so well in the way that they could. Mm-hmm. So Mm-hmm. yes Woo. yeah thank you so much for sharing that yeah yeah you like have such an like just in a beautiful way of speaking and like really like expressing like what all it meant to you and like the way that it changed you and it's like so I, i'm like so grateful to have been able to hear like your testimony and stuff yeah. mm-hmm. thank you deja yeah i feel like what you said at the end just now was um about like vagabond being a vagabond missionary is not for the faint of heart basically <laughs> <True>. like <laughs> um i think it's so true but it, it reminds me of um I think it's a scripture verse. I don't know where it is, but <laughs> the one where it says like the Lord doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the calls yes. or yes. equip the call, like whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think, yeah, like in Vagabond that, that would definitely be true. It's, it's like, true. Yeah. it could be such a deterrent to be like, I don't know if I'm ready to do that kind of ministry, mm-hmm. but I really feel like if your heart is in the right place, like the mm-hmm. Lord, like gives you the tools that you need, like in any ministry and anything that you're doing in life. And I just like really do believe that. And like, yeah, it seems like every time and time again, like that proves to be true. That like even if you feel like, oh whoa, I don't, I think I'm way in over my head. Like the Lord like gives you the things that you need to mm-hmm. serve Him well and mm-hmm. um yeah to serve His people well. Yeah, nobody asked. 
Okay, I have about the most like random and obscure nobody asked today that I really feel like hits the mark on nobody asked about this. <laughs> um, I can't wait. <laughs> so on campus, there's this delicacy of Franciscan known as Calf's Giving. Um, it's normally the <laughs> delicacy. Th- yeah, <laughs> it's normally the Thursday before actual Thanksgiving. The calf does this huge event where um, they have really nice fancy. Thanksgiving food and oh, the whole it down. Really? It actually yeah. is kind of fire. It's awesome. The whole downstairs <laughs> Get ready, is the dessert. Like the entire downstairs of the cap is full of dessert. That's yeah. all that it is. And all the up, all the food is upstairs. And yeah, so <laughs> and yeah. and like Franciscan people take it very seriously. Say like the doors open at four thirty. People start lining up at like three o'clock. <gasps> like it's like what? yeah. It, you I mean especially pre COVID, it was like everything was and more wild. on campus. And so, um, with I'm the goddess, sure I'm gonna go. Yeah, with the <laughs> God assistant team, we do our family dinner on Thursday nights. And so this year, um, instead of doing our family dinner, we're going to Calfsgiving. Okay. And yeah. um, so Bob had gotten reserved to us. There's this like boardroom where you can mm-hmm. like have meetings in the calf, um, the Shiapa boardroom. Shiapa <laughs> um, boardroom. And Bob got that reserved. And so he was trying to think of like what would be some fun ways that we can make it like exciting to like have dinner with like the GAs in the, in the calf uh, for calf's giving. And so Bob has decided that um, we're going to pose it as this. Um, you are going to have dinner with the pilgrims. And he's made, <laughs> he's made pilgrim hats. Maggie, his assistant, no. made little like top hats that look like pilgrim hats. <laughs> and he made, That's awesome. for, for everyone's guests, he made these like golden tickets that say, you're invited to yeah. dinner with the pilgrims. Dude. Admit one. <laughs> Admit one. Yeah. And so he said during the meal, everyone has to like wear the pilgrim hat. And <laughs> Oh, man. That's it's really, awesome. It's really so obscure. And it's probably going to be really funny. And It's uh, going to be awesome, yeah. dude. Bob Plus is family like, dinner is just super fun. Bob is yeah. super excited about it. <laughs> I, bet he, I bet he is. I feel like he's going to bring like beards for everybody. Too. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. He said everyone has to wear like all black to match the like pilgrim hat to really look like your. <laughs> so that you really. <laughs> really look like a pilgrim yeah that's awesome anyways dude. nobody, <laughs> nobody asked. Asked. <laughs> so just to wrap up um do you guys have any like closing thoughts about ministry um missions vagabond in general annalisa has like a really long history of working with youth ministry doing retreats working with um young people and i feel like you've like really nailed the like relational ministry as well as the like events-based stuff as well so mm-hmm. maybe annalisa you can start with any closing thoughts yeah, I think um, for me, I, I just have such a heart for youth ministry. I really, I see um, from my own experience and from the experience of like people I've grown up around, like I really do believe um, in the impact that it has and how important mm-hmm. it is. Um, I just think um, the more we reach out to kids while they're young, like the more of an impact it has when they're adults. Because um, people, you know, as we get older, like we get set in our ways. And so it's so important, like the younger we are to like, really build those relationships with people and um, have good people to look up to, have good um, examples of what does it look like to be like a woman of faith, a man of faith. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, like I think with Vagabond, like obviously it's a type of youth ministry and I, it hits the nail on the head on what you're supposed to do with kids, like be models of holiness, um, make it normal, like make yeah. it seem achievable. Um, I think Not that, weird. Right. Like one <laughs> of the best things that you could do in youth ministry is to show a young person that like, it is not only possible to be holy, but it's cool to be holy. And like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like out of reach. Like yeah. uh, you can be a normal person with a normal life who really loves the Lord and like strives to live that out. Um, and in my experience, that's been what radically formed me um, was having those examples in my life. Um, and I think like, because of that, like I really do believe in the importance of relational ministry. I've seen that um, time and time again. And I, I, in, in my own ministry, like I've seen the way that like that's impacted people and like the fact that I just, yeah, when you see people as people, like they, they want to know more, like yeah. they want to know like mm-hmm. why you care about them. And, um, it just sounds so crazy, but like kids today, especially like nobody sees or not nobody, but it's hard for people to really see them like with social media, with all these different like influences in the world. Like it's really rare that someone like looks at a kid and actually like sees them for who they are and like wants to know about them. And so I think, like my closing thoughts are just yeah, like youth ministry is so important, and and the and the purpose of Vagabond is exactly that, like to give the youth um, of the inner city like someone that sees them, someone that cares about them, um, and to know yeah that they're not alone in it, um, mm-hmm. and that the Lord has a plan for their life. And so I love youth ministry. I love what Vagabond stands for. Um, 
I'm obviously not a missionary, never was, but um, I, yeah, like I like so support what, what Vagamon does and like the ways that it's changed people's lives and, and the lives of the missionaries. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I've had so many friends that have left um, their year, a couple years of Vagamon, like completely changed because of the way they've seen the Lord work. And, and so yeah, those are my amen. closing thoughts. Thanks, Al. Yeah. Deja? So beautifully said. Yeah, um, really well said. <laughs> go Vagabond. I just love the mission so much and the missionaries there. They're just like great community. Um, Jesus is just thoroughly working through Vagabond and mm-hmm. it's just so evident and how like he's changing the lives of teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. 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 And I think like maybe I meant to say this earlier and I just like didn't, but like Jesus is for everybody. Like he's not just for the people who can get to get to the Catholic church. He's like not just for people who have gone to Catholic school their whole lives. Um, you know, he's not just for adults. Like he really is for everybody. Um, so this like ministry is so important, but yeah, some of my closing thoughts was like, you know, Deja kind of mentioned it and I mentioned it before, like this, this mission can be difficult. Um, I think any ministry, any mission like is going to be difficult because you're, you're doing work that matters and like nothing that matters comes easy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I was like, Mother Teresa, just like seriously, everything she says is straight fire. But <laughs> she has a quote and she says, like, do not think that love in order to be genuine has to be extraordinary. Mm-hmm. What we need is to love without getting tired. And yeah, I just think about like we this can be this mission and any mission, like working for the Lord, like you, you might get tired. You might like um, become like weary of like either the day to day or just like the emotional weight of all of it. Like this is heavy stuff, um, especially working in the, mi- the inner city. You're going to hear about like terrible things and like very difficult lives. Um, you're going to hear about kids who feel like no one's ever like seen them and loved them. Like that's mm-hmm. that's heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's emotionally exhausting. But I think one thing that I love that Vagabond does is like really offer their missionaries formation um, they encourage them to pray every single day. And like some of, some of your, like you basically get paid to pray as a missionary. Like that (laughs) sounds crazy, but truly like part of your job is keeping up your own faith life so that you can serve the teens. That's essential. Um, Mm -hmm. but not only that, like Vagabond will support you going to mental health counseling. I went to counseling when I was with Vagabond. Thank you so much, Vagabond. Like Deja's going, yes. (laughs) Thank you, Vagabond. Truly like, and that counseling for me, I had been to therapy before, but like that was therapy that was so helpful for me. And Vagmon paid for like the first, I only did a few sessions, but they, they paid for those. And that was amazing. Um, and like being a missionary is truly something so special, like as, as a vagabond, um, mm-hmm. there are difficult times. There are hard times. We may feel like we're becoming weary, but I think that's when like self-care prayer, like leaning on the Lord, that's when this like becomes that, that's when those things become like so important. Um, mm-hmm. so Yeah. I, I loved being a missionary. I, I like the whole time I kind of realized I was like, I'm kind of talking as if I'm like still a missionary, (laughs) but, (laughs) but I like, I almost can't help it. Like, I feel like I forever, this mission will have a place in my heart. And Mm -hmm. like, in a lot of ways, I feel like it will always be a part of my life, whether, whether that's as like a missionary or a different thing, like no matter what, like, I think it'll always have a part in my life because it is something like so special and it's, it's something like I just wish like the whole world um, could encounter. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, on that note, like, please pray for Vagabond. Please pray for the missionaries. Um, but, yeah, what a beautiful mission. So um, if you're listening to this and you're maybe like feeling your heart touched, like consider if you would like to give a year of your life to serve the inner city and to serve God. Um, kind of the one of the things like Mark and Bob like always say is like, you know, what what's one year? Um First of all, one year can change your life, like for mm-hmm. sure. But, you know, in the in the grand scheme of things, like maybe you've got this plan for your life or like even the Lord has a plan for your life. But um, consider like praying about like, Lord, is this part of your plan for me? Like taking one year, serving the inner city, serving mm-hmm. these kids. Um, like the worst that can happen is you decide like you don't need to do like the Lord's another not calling year. you for another year. Um, so yeah, pray about it. And if this isn't something God's calling you to do, I encourage you to pray about like, how is the Lord asking you to serve the poor or the people in your community? Cause maybe it's not vagabond. Um, maybe it's in other ways, like whether it's your parish or in the community. Um, so yeah, just pray about that. Consider that. And thank you Deja so much for joining us yeah, today. Deja, this thank is awesome. Having me. Um, yeah. What an thanks awesome episode. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for coming. You really do just add so much value. 
just love you so much. Mm-hmm. You're oh. fantastic. I've, I've known Deja for so long now. You've known her even like, way longer yeah. than me. Because yeah. um, mm-hmm. I, I met you when you were um, a teen and with Mary Griffin, and mm-hmm. so it's like it's crazy. Like um, to it's see, all, like, from I'm so glad you're on campus. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. I remember yeah. when Deja visited Franciscan. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and now years later, like now here yeah. we are. It's right. crazy. Praise God. Yeah, and yeah, I love seeing you on campus. <laughs> You and Bree. I actually haven't met Layla yet. I'd love to. Shout out, Layla. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, every time I see you on campus, I'm just like, oh, yeah, our girl is here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we love to have you. Thank you, Deja. Yeah. Thank you for everyone who listened today. And special thanks to Deacon Bob Rice for letting us use this podcast studio. For all of you who are Christian or for those of you who pray, we would love if you would offer up in prayer this week. All of the Vagabond missionaries, as well as all of the teens who are with Vagabond and those that will eventually, like, be reached out to. Um, and for all of the staff, for everyone traveling for Thanksgiving next week, um, or for those people who have difficult home lives and will need to be at home at this time, um, but also for the Franciscan students as the semester wraps up. Um, it's a very stressful time, but it's also kind of an exciting time, so for all the students. And we would love to pray for you. Please reach out to us on our social media. Follow us on Instagram. At she's.tooloud. Or email us. At she's2loud21 at gmail.com. And feel free to send episode suggestions and and prayer intentions intentions to these accounts. And if you've ever been made to feel like who you are is too much, just remember. You are never too much. You are more than enough. And you are brave, strong, and beautiful. Your besties. Annalisa and Shelby. And Deja. Bestie vibes only. Now looky, looky, looky here Listen up, all you dorks and geekers Uh, Turn up the volume on your buds and speakers Two girls, fresh pair, like genuine sneakers Breath of fresh air for you goons and freakers Just two girls, too cush, too good to be shush Two queens, two clowns, she's too loud to turn down If it's too loud, y'all, then I definitely mean it These ladies put the G in feminine genius What? What?